We want to talk about faith. We want to talk about um, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about pop culture. Literally, everything, 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 everything is up for discussion, and that's what French culture is about. About, about, about. Yo, it's about a thing. Uh, yeah, French culture. French culture. What's up? What it is, what it is, what it is, what it is, what it is. Look, I am stuffed. I'm hungry. You hungry? I done ate so much, it's ridiculous. See, I didn't eat that much yesterday. I On Thanksgiving, I don't know why I can only eat one plate. I promise you, we got to... I saw this game. Apparently, there's some game out that's called, like, your black card. We might have to revoke your black card, Lisa. You don't yeah. do sweet potato pies. You don't do collard greens. You don't I mean, eat a I lot on Thanksgiving. <laughs> All I wanted for Thanksgiving was candied yams, mac and cheese, and turkey wings. And my grandmama's, um, she makes this, um, this um, banana split cake, and I wanted that. But other than that, that's really all I wanted. I just wanted, but I, I guess I, I don't get, get dressed. I don't like dressing. Come on, see, I just don't. We had um, my stepdad does this real good like seafood uh, dressing, which is it's it's amazing. It is really really good. But you eat like this all the time. I don't eat this all the time, so I'm. Yeah, but I never was a fan of dressing though. I don't know what it is. My grandparents make amazing dressing from what everybody tells me and I've had other people's dressing too I just I've never I don't know what it is I don't like it yeah. I like candy yams but it took a while for candy yams to grow on me though <laughs> I like candy from, yams where, mac and cheese where do you come from she's like it took a while for it to grow on me I came from straight from Jesus <laughs> I was gonna say something really really inappropriate <laughs> But I don't know what it is though. It's like I don't know. I'm. I'm I mean, people are different. Yeah, you are. My taste buds are are different. But I'm. I I feel like I'm just different. That's the Republican. That's that's the Republican in you. That the your Republican side comes out in your taste buds. That's what it is. Wow, it I'm gotta just, be it gotta be political. <laughs> Life because, is political. That's what it is. Because I'm a black Republican and I don't eat dressing. You can't trust. But them, I, I'm I know. <laughs> I know black Republicans that eat dressing. Nah, I don't. I don't know. I just it, for, for me, I think I have. Um, like I said, I don't eat it all. I don't get to eat like this all the time, like a good home cooked meal, unless I cook it, and you know. Lately, I haven't had time to breathe, let alone cook. So it's just kind of like, uh. But when I get home and somebody else has cooked it and cooked a lot of it, it's great. It and is. And then you got you could always go to the bistro. Yeah, but it's still not. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Like it's good. I you know I, I rock with the, the bistro. I'm definitely getting me some oxtails before I get up out of Florida. But um, it's you know it's not. It's still it's something that's different about. My make people it when they home. cook. Yeah, I, I always tell people too, and you can look at you look at our family photo, and like we have a number of plus size people, and that's how you know people in our house can really really cook. <laughs> if you got a family, I think you and said you look, that last yeah, thing, yeah. If you look at people family photo, and you don't have, 
at least one plus size person, somebody not cooking right. It's just <laughs> you know, because when you when you cook good, when people cook good, somebody is gonna stop and say, you know what, I just I can't get enough of it. I just want some more and some more and some more, and then that's gonna be y'all token to be like, look here, ask ask Ray Ray. My mama can cook. My grandma can cook because that's how they got that size. They wasn't always like that. They used to be skinny when they was like five. <laughs> but from five to 25, it's been a whole lot of eating. <laughs> that's what it is. Good food. Well, we know you had good food. What? Else? How How uh, was your Thanksgiving good overall besides food? It's been, it, it really has been good. It's, I've been spending a lot of time with family. I have in the studio with me my little cousin. I am being that one cousin that's like, I guess the cool cousin to hang out with. I think I'm cool. You think I'm cool? Am I cool? He he shook his head. That means so I'm cool. So I got I got my my, my little cousin in the studio with me. Um, I you know I love. I'm the I'm really a sucker for kids, and everybody's always like, "Why you don't have kids?" But I've really realized that uh, you if can't I ha- yeah. hang with them and give them back. Right? Exactly. I like kids with return policies, and <laughs> if. I, I'm gonna have to use that. I yeah, like kids with, with a return policy. policy. You can we can have a good time, and then I can send you back to your mama. Cause you know it's it's always good, and I'm a sucker for kids too. Like this morning, my little cousin was hungry, and so although we have all this Thanksgiving food, I took him to McDonald's. Now I called his mama first and was like, "Can you eat McDonald's?" And she was like, "Yeah, but I can't believe you're finna pay for food." And I'm like, "Well, it's breakfast. He wants, you know, breakfast time. He's a kid. He should have breakfast food as opposed to regular food." Yeah, regular food. Now I went home and ate me some regular food, but I'm a sucker for kids. It's really bad. See, yeah, we got leftovers. Our Thanksgiving was great. Food was good. Family time was good. It was amazing. Um, we have leftovers, but I think I'm going to this place called Tunis to get me some wings and shrimp. You know what? I'm gonna have to try this place out with you while I'm here. I'm gonna have to try. You should go. That's why I'm going right after we get done. (laughs) I ain't right after we get done. I'm getting some uh, Cajun ranch wings with some shrimp. It sounds. That sounds. It sounds good, but it sounds like a heart attack. Yeah, you know, we all gotta die some. (laughs) One of my friends told me that one of her family members just randomly died and she was the picture of health. She was vegan, always exercise. <laughs> so that shit was And she died in her sleep and she was I don't think she was even fifty yet. She had a heart attack. She was exercised every day. She was a vegan. I'm not laughing at the fact that this lady died, but you said she was the picture of health, so I'm just gonna look here. At least if I go, I'm going with something that I like. <laughs> That's <laughs> and that's all right. That is a okay. <laughs> so yeah, you just have to you just have to roll with it. So yeah, but I I thank God for the Thanksgiving food. I thank God that I'm about to transition to some more food. To Tunis, which is an awkward name. What does Tunis mean? I don't know. I don't want no deep. I don't. If it means something that's that I don't agree with, don't tell me. Cause I just want to keep eating this chicken. I just want to keep eating this chicken. <laughs> just, just let the chicken go, and that's cool. So you did some Black Friday shopping? No, um, Black Friday shopping is not for me. It's not for me either. I've been seeing all these videos of people that have been. There was one video of some. Uh, I, I don't know what. It was a box or something, and some little girl got, and some lady ran up to the little girl and snatched it, and her and some other lady were fighting over. Some Black Friday deal. I just don't understand folks. I really don't understand people. 
I don't get it. I I think it's for me. I'm I'm always like, is it really worth it? Now I, I know my mom and my stepdad apparently went and got a TV from Walmart, which is like a 32 inch for 120 bucks. You know, which is I guess is a good deal. Um, I don't know how long the TV's gonna last. I don't really know the quality. My, my of the brother TV. went and got a, a TV and the Xbox One last night. Yeah, well, yeah. did he get like a good deal? I think it was like a package deal for the Xbox and the 39 inch for like 400 dollars. Oh, I just I, for me, I'm just kind of like you know what for for ease of number one, I don't got to get out of my bed. Number two, I don't have to worry about fighting nobody or nobody stealing nothing from me. I sh- why not just you know pay the extra hundred dollars? A hundred dollars is not gonna break you. Or right. Cyber Monday. Yeah, I mean just wait and get it. I mean get it on Monday, Cyber Monday. It's Christmas. They gonna have sales throughout, and most people already got a TV. Um, I don't know. I just one of my friends texted me at one a.m. and she was like, "I'm out at the mall. Where you at?" I'm like, "I'm in my bed." Right. Kicking it. Say me, I, I, yesterday I went to bed at like eight. Oh, yeah. but see, you were on the road all day the other day. Yeah, yeah. we I, we drove literally straight through. We stopped. I stopped and got like a nap for like forty minutes. But I drove straight through from what ten p.m. and got here at like nine a.m. Yeah. Was it traffic? Um, no, and that's why actually why I preferred the night drive because there's no traffic at all. At not one point in time did I stop because it was traffic, which was great. Well, that's dope. Well, shout out to you for driving. Well, in other news on the scroll, it's Black Friday protests. Um, people were protesting shopping on Black Friday. There's protests um, first in Chicago um, because of the murder of. Laquan McDonald but in addition there's also some Black Friday protests um, for um, boycotting um, purchasing anything on Black Friday yeah I was that person last year and I mean I guess so I kind of trip you know I'm I'm always for a protest um, especially a protest I mean a protest before a cause but I think for me it was kind of like this year I was like I'm not necessarily protesting I just don't feel like going. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I guess like if I, I felt like I feel like it would be a protest if I felt like going. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna go. But I just know off rip, I'm not going anyway. So I'm kind of like technically, I'm not really protesting. Um, but last year, I definitely, I was like, I'm protesting. So I went to every black-owned business that I support, um, and I went and purchased stuff from them and. It was every black-owned business that I support that I also know is conscious because I've mentioned it. I mentioned this on the show before that like you have people that pull the "I'm a black-owned business" card, but when you start talking to the owners or the creators about social issues and they take an anti-black stance, and then it's like, yeah, so you can't you can't use it when it's convenient to further your pockets, but when it comes to you having empathy for somebody else. You don't really care about it. I'm, yeah, I'm not that guy. So, but yeah, I did that last year. I, I supported some black-owned business, which is actually pretty good. Pretty good. Um, everybody knows I love, I love being black. Line. Um, I got the shirt on right now. It's uh, so last year I actually purchased some stuff from him. I actually think I bought this shirt last year, and uh, they actually sent me because I purchased it before they put in their Black Friday discount. They sent me like every uh their entire collection of wristbands which was pretty dope so oh that's cool yeah support i love being black it's great and they're not paying us for this so 
Lisa might be like, why are you putting this on our platform? But it really is a dope line. I really support the line. It's great. You can promote them. I just promoted Tunis. <laughs> that's dope. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. see, my mine is actually not going to give people a heart attack and they're going to die. Yeah. It's some <laughs> some um, middle, Arabs that own Tunis. <laughs> I was about to say Middle Eastern. I don't know what's what's uh, politically correct or not, but I don't know if I ever am that really politically Politic correct. correct. So, right. <laughs> um, yeah, the the um, Laquan McDonald protest. Um, definitely, it's it's really. I watched the video and I was just like, oh my gosh! Now they. It's it's so crazy because they were like, well, he was on PCP, but I'm like, dude, yeah, y'all shot this man. He's walking away. You shot him 16 times, and you re you were about to reload. Yeah. Like, if if you were that threatened, why didn't you just tase him? Or you obviously, if you knew that he was on something, if you had to, you didn't even make an attempt to get him down with you know just arresting him. I mean, a knife compared to a gun. Like, what are we doing here? And then the the fact that you shot him 16 times when you you didn't have to sh- shoot him at all. And if you thought shooting was necessary, why not shoot him in the leg one time? And I, I don't understand why you couldn't have just fired a warning shot and just let that be it or tase them. But he's not running at them, so I don't understand. Yeah, I can't watch the video. I've just, yeah, I said this the last time um, that I saw the video. Uh, from when I saw, watched the video from the offer, the officer with the little the little girl in South Carolina, and after that, I was like, okay, unless I feel like I'm in a space emotionally and mentally to do it, I can't watch any more of these videos because I feel like I hear enough from commentating to know and to have an idea. And I prefer to just to for myself at this moment, I prefer to just have a concept of what people explain to me and people I, I was listening to. I've listened to a few uh, news outlets and people have said you know, people have walked through, you know, and explained and said, like, you know, it's a very hard video to watch. It's really uh, tough when you, you're you looking at the way that it happened. And you look at apparently like I'm assuming he fell on the ground and the officer continued to unload into him. And it was that this entire thing happened within what like I think it, they think I heard it was like a 10 or 15 second span. Mm-hmm. And they said he wasn't the officer wasn't even on the scene for three seconds before he started firing the shots. Mm-hmm. And once I heard that, it was just kind of like, I don't want to see it. I can't see it because at that point, it becomes very, very obvious that this you don't I wouldn't even say you're treating him like an animal, like you have no regard for this life whatsoever this is not about you being afraid i heard a statement that the uh officer's um attorney a lawyer said which was that my client was justified in this and he his life he felt that his life was threatened and so that's why he had to do what he had to do to protect himself and potentially protect other people that could could have been harmed and when I just, I just, I'm like, you know what? Like, I'll get information, so I'll read things about it. But to actually watch the video, I can't watch the video. I don't want to watch the video because it, you know, it, it kind of decreases your, it decreases your faith in in people. And I say this all the time. It's not no one saying that it's all cops. I hate also when people are saying like, oh well, you know, it's not a. 
it, it's not a um, you, your Black Lives Matter is anti cops, or if you support this movement, you're anti police officers. You're not anti police officers. You're anti corrupt police officers. When I was talking to my little cousin this morning. He said he wants to be a police officer when he grows up, and then he asked me about the video, the South Carolina video. If I saw the video with the little girl, and I'm already like, my heart drops because I'm saying. Here's a kid that's nine years old that has saw this video. So I know how it impacted me. So how 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 is this going to impact him? But it's amazing as well that he can watch that video and say, like, you know, this this officer has a problem. This officer, they need to he needs to be arrested. He needs to be dealt with. But I'm not going to be that type of officer. And that's the you know, it's something that for me is like that's a beautiful thing. And I'm glad he saw it. But think about our children, our babies, they're seeing these types of things. They're seeing this stuff. It's available on the internet. And so as opposed to, we we have to do something to make sure that this is not affecting our kids, right? Because this is not just about um, oh, well, one incident or oh, just the corrupt cops. This this A corrupt cop doing this infiltrates our kids and it impacts them and affects them emotionally. And I just... I don't. I I, I get fr- I get really really frustrated with it. Of course, and you, y'all know y'all know how I feel about this. And everybody know me, but I I this video, man. I just it's definitely execution. Yeah, there's nothing short Absolutely. of an execution. No matter. I think there's no way to frame it other than saying it's an execution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of a black man in Chicago um, by the Chicago PD. And they have no concern. This officer has had no concern for this life whatsoever. And we see this over and over again when people look at uh, black men and they look at black, not not black men, black women as well. When you look at black people so often, we see that people have little regard for us. And so we're having to do these protests and we're having to stand up. And and the one thing that I. I, I, I love and I enjoy seeing is that, you know, no longer can these things be covered up because these things have been happening for years and years on end, but no longer can they be covered up. And the beauty of social media, uh, the beauty of people having camera phones and people having platforms and podcasts and things like that is that we can have these discussions and we can put pressure on the powers that be to say, hey, you know, the people are talking about this. And if you're not focusing on this, then you, you won't be getting into office. You won't be living this life of luxury that you've been living based on this good old boy system that tells you that you can do whatever. No, like we we will not be voting you in office. The millennial millennials, black millennials are very politically engaged, are very conscious. Um, and, and we want to see change and we're going to demand that change. So I love that aspect of it. Yeah, definitely. And we uh, we hope that even in this bad um, some good could come out of this as far as more um, they, they're looking into even other incidents where things have been covered up and to get more exposure and say okay you know his his life won't be in vain we're exactly. going to really put some pressure on the police department and get some change absolutely absolutely so we're going to take a break and we'll be back for our main, main dish, dish. yo 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 Right. 
And we are back for the main dish. Of course, we talked about it's Thanksgiving time, so everybody's still getting over the whole all of the turkey or the turkey wings or the candy yams and collard greens and everything that you ate. And one thing that was really interesting to me, I was on the route and I was reading an article on the route. Um, there was uh, uh, someone that I'm assuming that she wrote a letter to the route. Um, one of the the contributors to the route, her name is Demetria. Um, she has, I think it's just, just a column or I'm not sure how people submit things to her, but she's a pretty well, she's in New York. She's a pretty known writer. And so she, someone wrote to her and asked her if it was, she said the title was when your family drives you crazy on Thanksgiving, just pull out. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the wrong thing. Wrong article. That's not what it was. Y'all I'm lying. (laughs) (laughs) It was a it was basically an article. The girl was writing in to see she was asking if she was wrong for choosing to spend Thanksgiving alone because her family has a lot of drama. There's always a lot of bickering. And she basically was asking, like, am I being selfish if I choose to spend Thanksgiving by by myself? And so um, here's the title. It's called I Hate I Hate All the Family Drama. Is it cool to spend the holidays alone? So it just kind of got me to thinking for me. I, I drove you know, from from the DMV area all the way home in the middle of the night after working all day just to get home to my family. Because for me, there is nothing like family. I've met some incredibly great people since moving to the DMV. I love it. I enjoy it. Um, but there's nothing like my family. I love being around my sisters. I love my mom. I love, you know, my my younger siblings, my stepmom, my aunts, my uncles. I just love being around everybody because there is a sense of it's a sense of it creates this home for me. Like we've been they've known me since I was a little kid. So they knew me in the days where I was less polished. They know me in my more polished days. They know that I can go from zero to 100 real, real quick. (laughs) And they kind of know this about me. So it's kind of like I don't have to explain to you you know, these reasons, we can kind of have these conversations about uh, things from the past and just kind of sit, look back and laugh and go down memory lane. So because of that, for me, it was kind of as I was reading it, I was like, is the arguing and bickering that bad that it would make you want to stay? And like my family isn't perfect by any means. There is a lot of I mean, like with any family, there's a lot of issues. Some people don't get along. Uh, people can get into arguments. Somebody will say something to rub somebody the wrong way all the time. But I don't know that I, I for me, I don't know that it would keep me away. Um, and I don't know that it'll keep me away from everyone, particularly if there's people like a few people that I'm like, I know y'all going to argue. This is what I expect from you. I'm just going to choose to spend Thanksgiving alone. I don't know for me if that's like some a decision that I would make because I feel like you know that people are difficult and you just kind of got to deal with it. Yeah, I guess I guess it depends on like the I don't know. I've never had like that kind of tension at family dinners. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that's like, but I I if I could play devil's advocate, I don't know if she's if she's already going through a lot personally. That's true. You know, because you could sometimes like if you're going through a lot personally 
and you're struggling to deal and cope with your life and your your job could potentially be stressful, would you want to go in an environment that's going to on your only time off, you know, if you yeah. had to to bear that stress? Now, I think that family, you know, family is important, is important. And I think family is a necessary component of life. But if it, I guess it depends on all the factors. Is it going to be traumatic? Because some situations are just utterly bad. You know, from the stories I hear from different people, is it a situation that is is it going to be healthy for that person to be there? Yeah, I, I mean, I can take that. And that's one of the things that um, the in the response to the letter, uh, the writer was saying, she was like, you know, you have you're responsible for your own happiness and don't apologize to anybody for position for like filtering out people in your life and saying, you know what? I don't want to be around this. I don't have to be around this. Therefore, I'm not going to be around this and I'm going to choose to do this, you know, spend this time alone, which I I, I agree with. I'm always the person that will tell you, you know, you choose the people that are in your life. Don't feel guilt trip to be in somebody's life. Don't feel uh, like, oh, I'm such a bad person or I'm horrible. If I choose, yo, you're bad. You give off bad energy. We don't click. We argue together. There's confusion when you're in my life. I'm choosing to step you out of my life. It don't have anything to do with me hating you and not want to be around you, but everything to do with me direct making sure that I'm happy and I'm in a good headspace and I have like a good like the right amount of energy around me. So I'm all for that. I think for me and because my family can be taxing but at the same time extremely refreshing to be around these people. For me I'm always like, well, I don't know necessarily know that I would cancel Thanksgiving altogether around my family. I think I would cancel maybe those individual people being around or canceling how much energy or attention I give to those people. So it will be, um, you know, there's a certain person in my family that can be a lot. Um, and <laughs> that individual knows that when it comes to me, I'm not the one when it comes to me, I, I'll shut you down in a heartbeat. I'm not going to bite my tongue. I'm not going to allow you to say any and everything or treat me or anybody else in my family any type of way in my presence. So what I do is I'm always like, yo, I'm really upfront. I address the issue when it comes. If if you are going to continue on, then it's like, hey, you can leave or you'll start to see that things will be planned without you there. Um, and it's not a it's not from the standpoint of, oh, I'm just trying to be childish or drama filled. It's like I'm a solutions based person. What's the solution to the problem that you have? There is no solution. You just want to talk about it. OK, let's do it a different time. Let's not do it now because you've had 300 other days to do this. You didn't do it. You chose to just wait till you got all these people together to make a scene. And we're just not going to do that because that's not what this is about now. Um, so I think for me, I just always think there's I, when I was reading, I was like, well, I think there's possibly a way for you to do it because they, they talked about her, you know, having to call her mom. Well, she the writer was suggesting that she call her mom and say, you know, I'm, I'm just going to do Thanksgiving a little different this year um, and not really give some details, not give the details of why she chose not to do it, but to just say, hey, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do it, you know, on my own with some friends or what have you. And the reason the true reason that you're doing it is because you don't want to be around the drama and the bickering. But I always think in my mind, and maybe it's just because of how my family works, but there's a way that you can 
eliminate the bickering and the arguing and the issues um, without having to deprive yourself of being around your family, and your loved ones, especially if that's important to you. Now, if Thanksgiving is really not important to you, some people don't feel like, you know, it's another day, whatever. I don't have to be around people. I don't want to eat a whole bunch of food. Like if that's your thing and you're a person that it's not that important to you, then by all means, absolutely choose to do it how you want to do it. But if family is important to you and you want to be around it, I don't think that you should deprive yourself of family because some people can't get over their issues. I feel like you can help them get over those issues, help them solve those issues or remove them from the situation and focus on the people that don't have those kind of problems. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think too, I think no matter how difficult family is, you want family. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I've seen various situations of people going through different things. And they, at the core, no matter how difficult it is, you want your family to be intact. You know, because there's no perfect family. No I mean, thing. there's no such thing. So I think that time, time, as time goes by, and I think the older you get, the less you are concerned about the bickering and the more you're concerned about just having people present right because as time goes by people people are no longer living yeah you know and when we think about the long-term bigger picture i know randall was talking about it even last week or the week before you know him being an advocate for people repairing relationships with their father because of what he experienced and i think sometimes we don't realize that life is not forever and so you won't have these people forever. So even though they may be difficult, seeing if you could potentially work with them, because even one of my friends um, was telling me the other day, she was like, she was just talking about a specific situation. And she was like, well, I hope y'all get it together before one of y'all die. And it's like, she was, she was like, it's funny, but no, for real, because people don't live forever. Yeah. And um, I think you, you just have to, you know, consider that your family, what if, what's the person that is difficult? What if, you know, this is somebody's last Thanksgiving and you took the time to not be present. Now I understand it could be stressful. You know, I, you know, I, I don't want to say this is the, the law, but I think when you're processing things, actually get counsel from people who are, you know, sound individuals and say, Hey, am, is, am I, you know, I know we, we're, you know, like Randall was saying, we want to protect our happiness and our peace, but think about, you know, the big picture um, and how everything is going to go into play. And can you sacrifice those couple days? And how would you feel if the people that you called difficult passed away? And I think that gives you a different perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm all, I think that that's a great point to bring in, in in terms of like people aren't here forever. Um, I always say I'm and I, this is just kind of how I'm wired. So what's the solution to this problem? There is a whatever problem a person presents, whatever issue that people have. Typically, a lot of times when people are going back and forth, there's a lot of bickering and people just like, oh, you know, well, you did this to me when we was in the third grade and <laughs> I was back in high school. You know, this person ain't like me. It's like, OK, look, that's great. But what can we do today about what happened then? If this person that you have a problem with, they can apologize or choose not to apologize. If you know that they haven't apologized in 45 years, 
we can probably safely say they're not going to apologize. So you can either choose to be here without them apologizing or stay home. <laughs> either way, like this ship has to move. I just I think and, and, and I, I think I say that and it goes for myself. It goes for everybody like you can't. You, the only person that you can control is yourself. And I feel like that is so powerful once you start to, once you get that and you realize that I have no ability to tell Lisa, to tell you, Lisa, like what you going to do. I can't say, oh, well, Lisa, you need to do this. I can tell you what, like, hey, this is my opinion. But if you choose not to do it, then I can make the choice of whether I am going to continue to show up in your presence or keep it moving and a lot of people don't do that a lot of people aren't really real and again if this is a thing if you, if the situation is so bad that it's like you know what I, I want to be by myself I think that's perfectly fine but if you see that you're depriving yourself from being around your mom or being around your grandma or even if the issue is your mom and your grandma if you're depriving yourself from this opportunity to be around other people because of them then perhaps you need to create an environment where you can exclude those people. Perhaps you need to create an environment where when that happens with that person, then you can let them know, hey, we can't be around because of X, Y, and Z. We can't do this because of X, Y, and Z. You can't be around because when you get around, these types of things happen. And that's just is that's what it is. And just move forward there or, you know, try to rectify in that moment. Like, you know what? Mom, you doing this and when you do this, it makes me uncomfortable. It makes all these people uncomfortable. It's unnecessary at this moment. We're going to ask you to stop. If you can't stop, then guess what? We all taking a party somewhere else and you're going to sit by yourself because ain't nobody dealing with it. And I think, too, one of the things that one of the reasons that we silently suffer in difficult relationships in, in this in in this in this scenario we're talking about family but just in general is because we silently suffer we yeah. silently suffer because we silently suffer we don't speak up mm. and have those courageous conversations and it could be that the things that are bothering you you've never said anything so the the thing about when you never say anything about something that frustrates you it heightens it yeah. Because time heals nothing if you don't face the problems. Exactly. And so if you just silently suffer, avoidance doesn't do anything. So if you just silently suffer, it's only going to get worse and everything's going to be magnified. And then you're going to snap and you're going to be at Thanksgiving and they're going to be like, pass me the cranberry sauce. And you just going to fly off. And Why you want the cranberry sauce? Why is you always asking me for the cranberry sauce? I'm on the left side and the cranberry sauce is on See, the right hand side. It's just like when I was in the third grade and you broke my pencil. And it's like, wait. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I just asked for the cranberry sauce. I think to that point, though, too, like, when you don't talk about stuff, you end up living in your head. I had, I, I kind of talked about one of the kind of the biggest issues that I've had recently with another friend was that a lot of the problems that I've been having for years are things that I just kept saying, you know what? I, I'm going to let it slide. I'm going to let it slide. I'm going to let it slide. Well, once that slide meter get, get, is slid all the way to 100, you like, I can no longer let you slide. So you're really angry and upset with this person for something that they've been doing for a long time. And you just letting, this, letting it go. And you're just like, you know what? I'm no longer taking this. I'm no longer accepting it. And for so long, you have lived in your head battling and being frustrated with this issue. Like, I wish this person would stop. I wish you weren't this type of person. I wish you wouldn't do this. Oh, they get on my nerves with this. But it's like, well, you haven't told this person 
all of these things that bother you beforehand. So once you've kind of been living with it in your head for so long, you will blow up and tell somebody that you want to like punch them in the face because they asked you for cranberry sauce. And it's not even a it's not even that big a deal when you think about it. But you got to realize that, you know what, I've been holding on to this for a minute. And when you asked for that cranberry sauce and <laughs> the peas was next to me, I just wanted to knock you in the mouth. And like, <laughs> that's you, just what you, it was. You, you hold on and we process because I've, I've done it for a long time and you just snap. And like we've had that. I'm a person that I hold on to stuff for a very long time and when i'm done it's just like it's it's a lot to get me back to the place where you you even want to go back and it's like you're you're at z so you got to go back to y x you got to go all the way back to a but you already got all these letters in between so it's layers to your start on, uh-uh, start on the greek alphabet just start on the whole new alphabet you know what i'm good i don't even want to <laughs> like we need you to remember we used to be on a uh-uh we made it to z that's what it is we gonna stay on z i'm gonna start a new alphabet you can come over to this new alphabet or we can keep it moving i ain't doing it yo. <laughs> yeah and then you begin to vilify people too when you live in your head yeah and they become evil well, sometimes they can be evil, and yeah. sometimes it seems like they can. Sometimes they, 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 you know they how were they evil. You just the, didn't see it. In the Bible, it say that Jesus he came down from heaven and wrapped himself in flesh. I think some people come up from hell and wrap themselves, <laughs> wrap in, themselves flesh. in flesh. <laughs> they like Satan incarnate. And you dealing with hell all the time. You have to get the hell out your life. I'm telling you. You have to let hell go. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> let hell go. Don't do it. Do not do it. But so it, back to this family thing because we done drifted off. <laughs> <laughs> if you do have people in your life that you feel like bring the hell into situations, like they carry hell with them everywhere they go, mm-hmm. they got like a look hand <laughs> <laughs> and they unleash. Um, you know. I think you could talk to those people and sometimes, you know, it's not their fault that you didn't speak up Um, and, you know, work it out because then it's both of y'all get a chance to help each other sharpen and, and, and help with some bad character traits because it's a bad character trait that I internalize a lot and I don't speak and I avoid. So that's something that I can work through. But having those difficult conversations helps work through those things. Absolutely. And then they get help when the things that they're doing that's aggravate you. And they you might be the one to help them because they're probably doing it to 10 other people. I'm sure they're doing it to 10 other people. <laughs> probably to win it. And nobody else is saying nothing and everybody. And then y'all get in the group and y'all be like, you know this person... Girl, I've been trying to tell her. <laughs> so, you know. All that to say, family is really, I think family is really important. And, and family, again, it, it, family can be like, you know, close friends or people that you have an, an extensive history with. Um, and they are sensible, sane people that you have an extens- extensive hi- history with. I feel like if, you know, you guys have had a tradition of getting together and doing things, you can work through those issues. And you should definitely try to work through those issues. Now, again, as we said in the beginning, like if it's if it is that big of a deal and it's best for you to stay away, absolutely stay away from your sanity. You know, when I always tell people, if you pay your own bills, 
can't nobody tell you what to do with your life but you because at the end of the day all those people got opinions but tell them i tell them all the time the minute you start paying car note you start paying rent you start paying cable and cell phone bills and life insurance and car insurance when you start paying all that stuff then you can tell me what to do but until then hang on to your opinion because i don't want it so if people aren't doing that for you um and you choose to be by yourself and that's the be- what's best for you, absolutely. But if you feel that you're being by yourself and you're depriving yourself of something, then maybe you need to try to have those conversations or try to isolate, you know, that person and that situation so that you can enjoy your family. Because family's great. It's a blessing. It's refreshing. It energizes you. It really does make you see where you've come from and where you're going. Yep. So let us know what you think. Um, hashtag ChatBC. Let us know what you think. Would you stay away from family if it was difficult? Have um, you stayed away? Stayed away from family? Yeah, yeah. We want to hear from you. So hashtag ChatBC on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. All right, and that's it for the main dish. We'll be back with Toaster Rose. back with this week's toast or roast i will go ahead on and kick it off um actually this is kind of old so people have probably heard it before but i just wanted to i really i wanted it to be a toast before i mean a roast before i'm sorry no a toast before but i there was other things that came up and so whatever but i want to give a toast to i'm probably going to butcher her name um it, her name is i think it's haben germa uh, she is Harvard Law's first deaf and blind graduate. Um, I read The Root actually did, the Huffington Post, I'm sorry, did a, a story on her and ran the story. And I saw it. Um, it came up on like my Twitter feed. And so I read the story and it was just extremely in- inspiring the things that she's done um, and she's been able to achieve. And to graduate from law school, law school is tough enough as it is. Um for people that aren't deaf or blind and to be both deaf and blind and to be able to pass um like graduate from law school and and get through that time i i think it speaks to where we are in terms of technology how technology are is able to help people um that that are impaired and it also speaks to just the what an amazing woman that she is um i don't feel like she can get enough props for being able to do that and I, I was reading, you know, I don't, I try not to read the comments, but sometimes I read the comments and, uh, of course some bitter person put that people are only doing this because she's deaf or blind. She's deaf and blind. And people are like, oh, well, if it was just a, a, a regular person, quote unquote, graduating from law school, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be celebrating. And I'm like, well, absolutely. You're right. Dummy. Like we absolutely are doing this because she's deaf and blind because so many ways it's not just from physical because of the physical uh, ability to not see or hear but mentally what that takes a person through i know what how i feel just when i'm like i'm sick i have a common cold and i can't get out of bed or i feel weak mentally that drains you know it puts it puts a drain and a strain on your brain so for someone to if live live being deaf and blind and being able to say you know what i'm i'm gonna fight through it and i'm going to go to law school like and to believe in oneself 
enough to be able to achieve that and to fight through those things and to be able to stand with that degree being both deaf and blind i think that's something to be celebrated and celebrated celebrated because she is deaf and blind because there's so many reasons that she didn't have to do it there's so many reasons that she could have said like i i'm, I'm incapable of doing it or this seems like so hard and i'm the first to graduate both deaf and blind and here i am being the first so kudos and toast 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 to haven um you're amazing you're incredible and yeah shout out to haven shout out to her i want to toast um the hashtag thanksgiving with black families yes uh it provided a lot of laughs on twitter and instagram uh i love the one that say when your mom and aunt broke both bring the macaroni and cheese and they got drum line when uh yeah Devin and then was holding the uh drum uh, stick at each other's face. Oh, it was one. Um, your mama before, um, before people arriving after, and they showed Monique dressed up, and then Monique is precious. I yeah. mean, in the movie Precious, because her name wasn't Precious in the movie, was it? It wasn't Precious in the movie, was it? Wasn't Precious in the movie? Her, precious was the girl. Precious was the girl, not the yeah, mama. What yeah. the mama name was? I don't even remember her name. Precious mama. It's it's one of the funny was when say when your cousin bring his roommate to dinner and ain't nobody stupid, and they got the two dudes from um, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it. It's, that hashtag was hilarious. The clapback one is Thanksgiving clapback is hilarious as well. That's that's the one for everybody that's asking you when you gonna have kids, when you gonna get married, why you ain't doing. Just do yourself a favor and go to Twitter and Instagram and do uh, a search for Thanksgiving clapback. You, if you thought Thanksgiving with black families was hilarious, like I'm telling you, that one is it's on. <laughs> it is definitely on one. Well, we're we're gonna leave you with our good vibe. The good vibe it comes from Richard Bach. It says the bond that links your true family is not one of blood, but of respect and joy in each other's life. Um, and that speaks to the fact that just because somebody's blood doesn't mean they're necessarily like family. Um, sometimes me. you can have friends that are family. Some people say friends are the family we choose. Yep. Um, and so don't, um, don't, don't like this, don't devalue friendships because relationships are important. Absolutely. And so if you have good friends that are like family, I'm thankful for good friends. Um, and I'm thankful for a good family. Um, treat your friends good. Treat your family good. Because um, as we said, life is in promise. So value the people around you. Absolutely. And as always, guys, we thank you so much for listening to Brunch Culture. Make sure you hit up our website uh, at www.brunchculturebc.com. Hit us up on Twitter at Brunch Culture and on Instagram at brunch underscore culture uh check out everything that we have going on check out our shows send us emails interact with us and let us know some things you want to talk about if you are someone that has something that you are you're promoting you're starting like your own business um and something of great quality and value let us know you know one of the things we do here and it's remnants of being at brunches People are sharing their ideas. Young young professionals are sharing the things that they're doing and talking about. And it's a great way to network and connect. And we want to be able to do that and pr provide a platform for people to be able to connect. So hit us up at Brunch Culture. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember here at Brunch Culture, everything, everything is, is up, up for discussion. discussion.